Thank you for tuning in to The Trisha Goyer Show. I'm sharing my heart and answering questions about faith, writing, homeschool, big family living, and so much more. I'll also be digging deep into meaningful conversations with other authors, speakers, moms, and God lovers. I'm your host, Trisha Goyer, wife to John, mom of 10, author of over 80 books, speaker, homeschooler, avid reader, and mega nap taker. I'm so glad you're here. Hello friends, Trisha Goyer here, and I'm here with my friend Nova McBee, which is a new friend, and we are having so much fun. I mean, we just like met and like, okay, you're going to be one of my new best friends. So, <laughs> so there. So welcome, Nova. Thank you, Trisha. Yes, it's true. Trisha and I met, felt like we had been old friends. And so that's so fun. Now we get to chat online, which I don't always do with anyone, but I will for Trisha. Well, thank you for being (laughs) here. Um, So Nova, let's just start by, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, well, I, my name is Nova McBee. I am the author of the Calculated series, which of course, now everybody's like, You have to say you're an award-winning author, which has Mm -hmm. been great. This series has won several awards and has been nominated for even more. And um, it is currently being developed into a major motion picture. Fun (laughs) and amazing news. And you're just like, ah, Um, I'm still um, pretty happy about that one. And I've lived abroad for 20 years. That's a huge part of who I am mm. and love languages. I, I tell everybody they're like my chocolates. I, I, I would prefer to learn a new language than do anything else and love culture, love traveling. I love raising my kids abroad and taking them into new countries. And I'll be an explorer for the rest of my life. That's for sure. And writing books and, and screenplays is just now I just I'm in, I'm in love with story. Yeah. And that's why we hit it off. I love travel. I love new places. I love experiencing things and learning things, uh, writing and story and movies and books. I mean, I just love it. And, you know, people talk about going on vacation and sitting on a beach. Uh, No, I want to explore. (laughs) I want to figure out what was going on there. You know, we we, we went on a cruise and we went to a, you know, plantation in Jamaica so I could see how a plantation is run. I'm not going to lay on a beach. So I just (laughs) love that you lived abroad um, and had your kids and raising kids to just understand the world because I think that is so huge. It's so important for them to get outside of our little corner of wherever we live. And my daughter, you know, we went on our first um, trip overseas when she was in high school on a mission trip. But now she is living full-time in the Czech Republic. And my two little grandbabies who are four and one are bilingual. And it's so amazing um, just to see her life and living in Europe. And she talks to me as she's walking down the cobblestone. And it's, although I don't like she's far away, but it is great (laughs) to have our kids get this expansive view of the world. Oh, for sure. I I would say, I I don't think I would be able to have written the calculated series without Mm -hmm. having lived my own adventures first. And I encourage everyone to go and live abroad, travel abroad. It's so, it just changes your perspective so much, gives you so many riches that you can't ever just, you can never buy those kinds of riches, those adventures, the things you learn. It, It makes your life so rich. And it's, 
it's painful too because you make these really deep friends all over the world and you can't be with everyone you love at the same time Mm -hmm. and yet your heart just expands you know when you just see different cultures and people and languages and how they think and how they love and it's it's so rich and my kids now are like uh, my son he's 10 and um, at the beginning of this year, he wrote a list of 72 countries that he thinks <laughs> that we should go to this year. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. This is, this is like, my husband is exactly like me, right? We've lived abroad for a long time, have these massive, like, this passion for the world. And so it's not a surprise that our kids are like this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We're like, maybe we'll try one or two, but 72 is not going to, probably not going to be able to work. <laughs> yeah. You know, you'd have to start going now. Like, you better get out there if you're going to do yeah. 72. There's only 52 weeks in a year. So yeah. we'd be like hopping all over the world uh, pretty quick there. But yeah. yeah j- well, go through Europe and you can drive through lots of countries in a yes. day. So Yes. Yes. No. And I, I lived in Europe. Um, I lived in Europe, Asia, and the Middle East. And so I lived actually a lot of places in Europe and got to travel extensively mm. in Europe and that that's amazing when you literally can go to a country in one day you know yeah. and hop back and forth exactly yeah so fun. and that those make great books it just build it just falls mm-hmm. into all things story as well I so. love it yeah so I am in the middle of calculated it's on audiobook it is so good so Yay. our mutual friend Kristen is like you need to read these books I'm like yeah yeah Kristen yeah Kristen. <laughs> like, no, you really you really need to read these books uh okay Kristen I have a lot going on she's like no really you're gonna you, you need to read the books and then you need to meet Nova okay. <laughs> I start reading the books I'm like oh my gosh I'm calling her these are this is so good and she's like I know. And then later, like all the other texts from like, I'm at this part or this is happening. And she's like, just listen to me. <laughs> so I'm so glad that it's, she was so persistent. And I'm so thankful for friends when they find great books and meet great people. They're like, hello, here you go. You're going to love this. And yeah. um, so I'm just amazed that, and I've told multiple people this, which is great because we love, authors love when you tell about their books, just the, the storytelling world, it's not a, even a straight storyline. Like we are going forward and backward on this, this history of the storyline, which is hard to do. And you have done it so well. Um, I've never confused with what's happening, which sometimes you can get confused. Like, where are we at? What's going on? And then it just keeps making you more interested in like, well, what happened? Or how did that happen? And how did she end up here? So, and mm-hmm. I'm probably like, people are like, just tell us what the book's about. Uh, before oh. I start ranting, just keep ranting. So why don't you tell us a little bit just about, we'll start with Calculated and then oh. we'll talk about your other books. So oh, yeah. I could just go on all day, but explain to our listeners um, just what Calculated is about and then the series is about. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's so much. I just want to dive into <laughs> all the dual timelines. And, oh, yeah. and so, yeah, essentially Calculated, and I have a little copy right here. This is Yay. Little- I just have it on audiobook. So that big old eight slash infinity, very significant. Yeah. To the book. Um, yeah, so basically it follows a teen math prodigy that has kind of a borderline supernatural gift to the way she sees the world through these screens of math equations and predictions happening all around her, which is based on real math. The research was hard. My brain nearly exploded. But I know it was all worth those it. little details, like this many steps between that and then like, 
did she just make that number up or was, <laughs> would it really be that many steps from that spot to the pier or whatever? Um, I, I did extensive research on the math. <laughs> and, um, you don't need math to read the book, but no. it does get more and more beautiful as the series goes on mm-hmm. because math just points to the most amazing truths in our world and yeah. it, it will blow your mind and just rip your heart open and it, it just gets more and more beautiful. And you were talking about messaging Kristen at like what parts of the book that it gets significantly more heavy when you get to book two and book three um because there's just so much more depth that um gets you know when you do a series you can get deeper and deeper and then there's more romantic tension going on in in book two and book three which is also fun and oh anyway so it follows a teen math prodigy who is taken because of her gift Mm -hmm. and what it can do taken by bad guys very bad guys and she must uh, learn what her gift is truly for and how to truly use it and escape. And there's, you know, all kinds of stuff, billionaires, smugglers, forbidden romance, the, the off limits boy, yeah. you know, the mentor, the, the grumpy billionaire, the secrets, the mystery and, and all the, the huge, the huge uh, conflict that comes up a crisis in the midst of it all that she has to navigate with her gift mm-hmm. and all the while learning to be who she's truly made to be. Yeah. And it seems like so true to life. I mean, there's parts, I'm trying to figure out how not to give too much away, but there's parts she's imprisoned and you're like, oh my word. Like I could picture this is what it would be like. And then there's parts where it like she's captive. And Mm -hmm. I mean, and then parts when she's in very opulent settings and Mm -hmm. it's, it's very true to life. I mean, sometimes you're reading a book and it's like, well, this is a book you know you can just tell I don't know this it just seems like I'm following this very real person (laughs) as we're going along and I got to see what happens so that's just amazing so you know you could get caught up in there's like you know the fictional world or like oh my goodness this person is real and I'm gonna put her on my prayer list because I'm so concerned and honestly very real very real yeah that is what people keep saying about all of these characters Mm -hmm. and they're like, they're so real. And part of it is, is also the settings that I've written in because Mm -hmm. book two is Shanghai, Seattle, right? Born and raised in Seattle, also lived abroad for 20 years, lived in China for many years. And then book two is in the middle East. I lived in the middle East. Book three is in Europe. I lived in Europe in Finland. Um, And so part of that is like the setting. It's fun because people are like, I feel like I'm there. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, because I was there. (laughs) And, and the smells that you're smelling are the ones I actually smelled and the things they're eating, I actually ate. And, and in China, you know, I had amazing experiences to be in some of the worst of the worst places and also some of the top Mm -hmm. and the most beautiful. And so navigating those worlds, um, was fun to do. Obviously I was never imprisoned. Do you have something you need to tell us? No. <laughs> Don't tell anybody it's based on me. No, I'm joking. No, yeah. Um, although people have wondered, I've I've been asked numerous times if I am a prodigy after writing these books. And that is that is a huge compliment. I'm like, but no, it actually but like no. I said, caused my brain to explode. I had to weep over massive research to get things right. Mm. And and it's literally just, you know creativity imagination coupled with research and hard work which is what writing is yeah yeah it's so fun and then it's so hard it's <laughs> so amazing it's life-giving it's it's just like the best gift in the world to be a writer and it's but it's not easy either yeah and and it does take you know hey authors weep 
over their books so that you can enjoy everything and they work really hard. Yeah. So I love that. So there's three books currently. Mm-hmm. Um, will there be more that we can expect? Well, if you get to the end of book three, you if there weren't more, you'd hate me. Okay. And so, yes, there is a final book. Um, it's so fun because, you know, it's calculated, simulated, activated. And then the last book, we had everybody kind of guess what that last mm. title would be because obviously there's a theme, there's an yeah, aided yeah. theme. And it's so fun because nobody could guess. I mean, they were like terminated, you know, like, <laughs> um, you know, accelerated, you know, yeah. like even, even somebody was like constipated. You know? <laughs> no, that would not be a good. Like, you know, I mean, there were some jokes and there was hilarious, yeah. but like, I don't even know dozens and dozens of guesses, but the, the final book in the series is called liberated. Ooh. So fitting for what is to come. So and I'm so excited. Good. I'm doing all the final edits for it now. And it's one of those books that is like, you know, it's the final one, but it's also the, the, the most wrecking in your soul. Mm -hmm. So I hope everyone will really love it. Oh, so good. Okay. So exciting. Like lots to read until while we're waiting for book four. And then you talk about it's in production. Like how did this happen? What is going on? I want all the details because this does not happen every day. (laughs) This does not happen every day. And the way it happened to me was not normal either. And my agent, um, I have an amazing agent. She always is like, you always do things backwards. She's like, I don't know how (laughs) life happens to you, but it happens to you in a different way than everyone else. Cause I actually got my film deal first before I ever got a publishing deal. So I, I, I really did go in reverse. It was like film deal, audio deal, then publishing deal. And, and yeah, I've never heard this before. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, you know, when you're, when you're, I, this is what I feel like when you're doing what you're meant to be doing, you mm-hmm. end up at the right place at the right time. And, and that is just how it happened to me. And I was in China, right. I had already finished calculated. I'd finished another book. I was querying. I was, you know, looking for that right agent, uh, you know, and all that stuff. And I met another um, woman um, in China, who was the daughter of producers. And she was also starting to produce her own stuff. And she heard about Calculated. And she said, do you mind if I read this? And she's like, it sounds interesting. And it's like, of course. And so she reads it. And she says, oh, my word, I think I know producers who are looking for something exactly like this. Do you mind if I pass it on? And I was, I mean, what do you have to lose after yeah. you, you have yeah. nothing to lose when you're querying and you've already been rejected like a hundred times. Yeah. You know, it's like, you have nothing to lose. And so you're like, sure, go ahead, pass it on. Um, and I, you know, I didn't hear anything. And then I get an agent actually on a different series. I didn't, I used like, I had stopped querying calculated mm. and um, I get an agent on a different series and then right after I signed my agent this producer says we need to get in touch with your agent we're we want to option this wow and my agent was like what we we what book is this <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I thought so we, signed, we signed on a different book <laughs> and I'm like yeah so there's that there's um, this other one that I have yeah. oh yeah and it was such a fun ride she ended up reading calculated in a day and she's like well no wonder and yeah. she, and then so then 
everything went in reverse. We're doing a movie deal and then we're, you know, the books on sub people are like, she's like, which one do we do? But calculated was such a, such a big story. And Mm -hmm. it had such a wide audience. You know, we, we kind of were like, what is this? Because it's one of those books that really transcends genres and it, it passes all audiences. And so calculated has been just that phenomenon for me. It's like we're 12 year olds and 80 year olds and everyone in between. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have like, I have a huge group of middle-aged men who, who are obsessed with my book. And then, and then it's like, I was just thinking my husband's going to love it when I'm done with it. But yeah, the dads love it. And moms and daughters read it together. Teen boys are reading it together. And it's just like one of those things. And everyone was like, this is a bigger story. And then Mm -hmm. the producers were like, what's after this? Because Joe Rivers, she's somebody that people are going to want to follow. And, and so they found they, it was actually their inspiration to have me keep writing because I was so afraid to keep writing this series because it seems so difficult for me. Um, but once it was established, they were like, we want all four and they and they optioned all four. The first one's in development to be a film. And, um, <clears throat> you know, we have the same screenwriter as the Chronicles of Narnia, the oh, very cool. first one. Yeah. Um, very cool. She's globally known for book to film adaptation. We have an amazing production team. Everything's in motion for the first one, but they're simultaneously develop developing, um, the second, third, and fourth ones as well. That's so, awesome. I know. Yeah. And they want to do them all back to back. So they're doing a ton of, you know, um, the, like the back end stuff now so that they can film back to back. So it's exciting. We'll see where it goes. Hollywood that's, is a fickle thing, but yeah, you know, that's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So how long have you been writing? Because it just sounds like, Oh, I just had this idea and then I got a movie deal and then I got all the work contracts. So it's just like in the, you know, I've been writing for two years and I don't know, all this happened. So uh, that's how long have you been writing? Idea, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, a long time, right? It is not. And so for all of you writers out there, or it, it's not, it does take a lot of work mm-hmm. behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I was living in China at the time when I felt like actually God was like, I want you to write books. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. It was funny because in LA, we were just in LA Comic Con um, with the producers. The producers were kind of just um, promoting the series and, and the films in uh, LA Comic Con. It was so hilarious. Somebody was like, why did you start writing books? I'm like, because God told me to. And he's like, and now you have a movie deal? Somebody shouts out, pays to listen to God. I'm like, yeah. I, get that. <laughs> I love awesome. that. It was awesome because, you know, those are the things that sometimes we feel we're supposed to do and you really have to step out and just do them. And yeah. and so I was, I actually, when I felt like that happened, um, I just started researching, you know, how to write better books. And I, mm-hmm. I took I took seven years just practicing story. Yeah. And reading everything that I could devour. I didn't go to school for it, but I, d- I was published in university. I actually went to school for international relations, politics, uh, languages, and that kind of stuff. So I obviously knew how to write, but also mm-hmm. like a part of school is actually learning how to learn how to yeah, do something. Exactly. Yourself. Yeah. So if you can just learn how to learn, you can learn anything without a degree. And um, so I, I just dove into how to write books, how to research and, and what is the publishing agents, everything like story craft. I devoured everything that I could for years and years and years and years. 
not, not ever trying to be published. And then finally I got this idea for calculated. I started writing it down and that's when everything sort of, mm. sort of opened up because I started showing professionals and they're like, uh, yeah, you are ready. You need to, yeah. this is, you need to move on this. And it was so unanimous wherever I showed calculated that I was like, okay, maybe I'm ready to like step in and, and now here it is. So I did actually take about three years to write calculated. I wrote it in two and a half years, revised it for like another year, mm -hmm. but I was also getting married and having kids and babies <laughs> and like sleepless nights where I'm like, I had no sleep, but all of a sudden I still had this huge drive to write books, which yeah. is amazing because there, there's no explanation except for you're meant to do this, you know? Yeah. And I just feel like God puts it on our hearts. Like I was, my first conference, I was 22 and pregnant with my third baby when I went to my first writer's conference. I was yes. young. I just had my high school diploma. I'm supposed to write books. I just knew like in me that that's what I was supposed to do. Yep. And it makes no sense logically. Like I don't have a degree from anywhere, but I have been to conferences and I've read books and I've studied and I've gotten lots of rejections. I mean, it's just like when God has a plan. Yeah. Um, and I think so many people feel like, okay, after the kids are grown or after this, but I mean, God calls us to something and it has benefited my kids. Now that baby that I was pregnant with is 28. His sister is 30 and his brother is 33. Like, and they've seen me, they've been there in the process as I've worked on stuff, they've seen rejected, they've gone to conferences. And I really feel like if God is calling us to something, mm -hmm. it's for our children too. Like you yeah. have been overseas. They've seen you write. They've, you know, they're going to be part of this. And it's like, we can say, look what God is doing. Yeah. Not like what mom is doing. Uh, mom's really tired right now. <laughs> mom's overwhelmed. <laughs> but look what God is doing. I think that is so important. So I would love just to hear more about you know, your faith journey in this, because, um, you know, your audience is a very wide audience, mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. also your faith is a very strong faith where you feel like God, you know, is leading you into kind of the unknown. It's, you know, mm -hmm. and, and he's fulfilling all these crazy dreams because it's God. So I would just love to hear about your faith journey. Yeah. Um, well, specifically with writing, it, it requires a lot of faith. I mean, mm -hmm. even if you're not a believer, it, it takes faith to, to write a book. Um, yeah. But as a believer, when you know you're called to do something, it really, it, it um, it's like fuel that, mm -hmm. that no one else can have. You wake up every day believing it, it has purpose. And um I mean, I guess I, you have to rely on it so much because through mm -hmm. those rejections, like you said, your kids were seeing you being rejected. Well, you know, it's like, yeah, they're rejecting me, but actually I know I'm supposed to be here. So I'm not backing down. I'm not yeah. going to back down. Like I have a place here and I, I can believe it. I can trust it. And just moving into that. And, you know, I have known, I've known God since I was very little and had such amazing experiences and, he has led me to do the most crazy adventures in my <laughs> life. So, and by, by now, you know, I trust what he says and I'm willing to risk great things to do it. And mm -hmm. that's actually what I want my kids to see. Like you said, it's like, I'm not, I don't care if they see me writing books. I want them to see that I'm obeying and yeah. I'm 
actually doing what he's asked me to do, which is in turn turns out to be the most amazing thing for yourself. Cause you're like, yeah. I love this. I'm so fulfilled. I'm like, love yeah. life. it's doing all this stuff. It's like bubbling over. It's like such a testimony. It's like, no matter what he asks, I'm going to do it. Cause I know it's going to be good. Yeah. And that's and, really yeah. what I want my kids to see. Um, Cause right now they look at writing and they're like, it is so boring. All you're doing is sitting there. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it is not boring at all. But so, but the fact is they know everything that I do mm -hmm. is, is inspired by, you know, what he wants for me. And so, and it's such a good life. It's such a good life. And if they take away that they're going to have the most incredible adventures and they're going to see that it's possible because, Hey, he said, that's my mom. And look what happened. And, and my mom said, yes, my mom said, yes, my mom said, yes. And, and so it's truly all those yeses to him become huge yeses back to us in ways that we can't possibly imagine. Like I countless stories, even writing books is like, even, you know, the fact that God cares about the plot in our books mm -hmm. <laughs> like, and he steps in to help you. Um, just what an amazing, what an amazing God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because he he created story. He knows story. Oh, he wrote an amazing. He's in the middle of writing an amazing story. Um, oh yeah, and so and, he, know, he knows plot. <laughs> oh no, he knows plot, and he knows what we need. And and like I was saying, those small yeses become big yeses because in the midst of writing calculated, I was so determined to find the right mathematical concepts for Josephine so that her math mm -hmm. would actually be legitimate. And, and I'm not a math person. Like, yes, I did. I did great in math when I had to do math. And when I was done, I never did math again. So yeah. it's like, I don't remember any math. I have since then become a mini mathematician. I yeah. have four books. Oh, I bet I you have to. She's a like genius math person. So oh. you have to know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed. I'll admit it. Like, I love all the math concepts. I don't like the actual doing the math. But in anyway, developing Josephine Rivers... I couldn't get the math right. I was so frustrated. And and I just, I was, you know, writers borderline are obsessed with finishing their stories, you know, mm -hmm. and I was just obsessed. And I was living in China and I, I just was like, I need to go home and write. I wanted to use all these spare moments to write. And I had two kids at this point. And I just remember being um, at this um, Sunday fellowship gathering and there was a new person in town and I wanted to like zip out as soon as it was finished and I just wanted to write my story. And I was, that was the only thing that was on my mind. I had a plan in my head and, and I wanted to zip out and, and um, this one new person came and she wanted to talk to me and I'm like, I'm going to tell her, I don't have time. I have a, yeah. something to do. And instantly just that, that voice of God that is so, he goes, Nope, that's not who we are. We make time for people. Mm -hmm. And, and I was like, you're right. You're right. And, and that's like my priority. It's like you seek him and his kingdom and his righteousness and all things will be given. Right. I didn't think that in the moment. I just said, yes. Yeah. Sat down. And even though all my desire was to go home, I took off my backpack, sat down and welcomed this person. Turns out she's a mathematician. <laughs> God knew. And no, because her. I said yes mm -hmm. to him. All the answers that I need were answered that day because I said yes to just yeah. being what he's asked us to be loving, welcoming, giving time to people. 
It was so, and I can't tell you how many countless times that has happened. Mm-hmm. She answered all my questions. She solved the whole problem. The way Josephine is, is because I sat down and said, yes, not knowing that she would give me anything, you know, it's like, I didn't I think that. that, that has been my story over and over and over again. It's like, every time I say yes, without any kind of, I'm not looking for anything else. Yeah, it's yeah. just a simple yes. Um, it, it becomes this huge yes back to us. And then that is the partnership. And, and it shows, it's like so many birds with one stone because you're like, not only does he care about her and me and how we act, but he also cares about Josephine Rivers and her math gift. You know, it's like, it's just an amazing uh, combination that just, you know, blows my mind over and over and over again. That is so good. And I think I have a story to share too, because it goes along exactly with this. And I love, you just have to say yes. And you have to be like, first of all, we have to know God to listen to his voice, but then we, it's about caring for people and loving people. And it's not about the book. Yeah. Like, yeah, you could just be like, I just have to get the book done and I'm so overwhelmed and yeah, you need something, but I can't deal with you right now. And right. So yeah. I have a story that almost, it goes along so well. So I was working on my Spanish civil war series. So that was like books, like maybe seven and eight and nine um, that mm-hmm. I've worked on. And a key part of this whole series is um, because in the Spanish civil war, many people don't know that Germany was helping um, Franco bomb Spain. Mm -hmm. And you probably know this because you love history and know all the things. So, but so German pilots, even before world war two were bombing Spain, this is 1937, Mm -hmm. 38. Mm -hmm. And I needed, there's only a hundred pilots during this time with planes that were flying. I needed to have one of my characters, in one of these planes that are extremely rare and I need to have a a scene where he's controlling stuff and he's going to fake a crash landing. And sorry Mm -hmm. if I gave part of the plot away, but um, (laughs) that's like a big, this is like a key thing to all the three books, this plane thing. Well, this, there's so little known about these planes, so little known about these pilots. They weren't supposed to be doing it. Germany was not supposed to be having a, uh, being at war and bombing anyone so they, they were so just trying to find information was horrible so again I'm like god you know mm-hmm. what was happening in Spain in the 1930s like you were there and mm-hmm. during this time I ended up getting an email from this guy um Norm Goyer and he's like uh yeah this is and this is back in we're talking like 2000 five so mm-hmm. you couldn't have all this internet searches and he saw my got my email and wanted to know if we were related well that's my married name and i don't have time like i have book deadlines i need to figure out this plain thing and i do not have time for this person emailing me so finally i'm like well I'll, you know again god you need to help him i'm like okay so i wrote down like okay who's your family where are you from I'll talk to my father-in-law you know so and then I call my father-in-law and we could not find any way like we, they were related they have the same last mm-hmm. name Goyer we couldn't find any common thing so I'm like okay then I realized like oh he was in his 80s in the time so mm-hmm. I love World War II veterans I'm like norm like what was happening during World War II like what were you doing yeah. and he said that he I was trained to be a pilot, but he never flew because the war ended before he actually went overseas. So he was on the younger end and he got trained. He said, but then he went on and was an editor of a flight magazine for 30 years. And so he's flown all these planes all around the world. I'm like, Norm, 
So there were these wow. Germans that were flying these planes. And he goes, oh, yeah, there's only three surviving planes from that time. I have flown one of them. Wow. And I'm like, Norm, will you help me write this scene? And he did. He was like, he would push this button. He would pull this lever. That's good. Then, and Norm helped me write the scene that I needed. So it's completely accurate in the book. And, you know, it's fiction. You could kind of, you know, you can make it up. Yeah. Probably like 99.9% of the people will not have any idea that I didn't know about the plane, that I just made everything up. But God was kind enough to bring this email from this guy trying to see if we're related and we weren't, but he had flown one of the planes that I need to fly I love in, my, in my book. And it was like, yes, thank you, God. That was so helpful. And yeah. so people like, how can you do it all? And like, looking at you, like, how can you do it all? What is, it's like, we're not like, yeah. sorry, I wish we were that great. <laughs> God is. And so I just love that you know, in the middle of this writing journey, it's just this growing relationship that we have with God and it's real and active and alive and exciting. Like, okay, God, what are you going to do today? Because you've been blowing me away lately and it's exhausting also. Uh, there's times I'm overwhelmed, like all these things, but God keeps showing up. So then you just keep, keep going and keep doing all the good work. Yeah. It's, it's so awesome. And he loves stories, like you said. So I think, um, I don't know, there's so many story makers out there. And I think God loves storytellers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, of you know, all kinds of, of all, kind, all kinds, yeah. of all ages, of all genres. Um, because, you know, I write mainstream fiction and yet I look across the board and you see beautiful stories in everywhere, mm -hmm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because God knows the plot. I mean, all the the hero's journey was his idea. It's <laughs> just saying. Yeah, the, I yeah. know, right? You learn <laughs> so much about the hero's journey and also just some serious, like, I mean, the Bible itself has, like, the most beautiful metaphors, the highest stakes, like, the, the hero's journey galore and so many stories. It's awesome. Yeah, I just wrote a book, Esther. It uh, releases, I don't know when it releases, the fall, maybe, the spring, I don't know. But I went and plotted the book of Esther I'm sitting there and I have my plot sheet you know um, inciting incident and rising conflict and turning point like all the plot sheets and the book of Esther slides into those spots like <laughs> it was the hero it was it was like every spot was filled there's nothing to fill in I just have to write actually I write the book and the, <laughs> I, I was amazed it just fit perfectly I'm like oh somebody knew what they were doing when they wrote the book of Esther but, you know but it's just so amazing how uh the more you know about story and then the more you know about God you just it's like it's just awesome I'm doing the daily bible podcast now it's a daily podcast where we're reading through the bible chronologically and talking about it and you know like in our recording we're in we just finished Leviticus and I'm like, before I'm like, oh, Leviticus is so boring. And then now, because we're having to find personal application daily, mm -hmm. it's like all these numbers and all the, like we're leading into numbers, but these intricate little things are all part of God's greater story. And so mm -hmm. it's so cool that the more we just go on this journey with God, he just reveals so much, but we have to be willing to like mm -hmm. step out in faith. So, you know, of course, 
go buy the book, go get calculated and go get, once you get started on that, you're just going to want to read everything she's done. <laughs> so, but, um, if God is calling you to do something, I really feel like, yes, yes, go buy the book for sure. Get watch for the movies. Yes. But maybe the message even today is also mm-hmm. what is God calling you to do? Are you supposed to be sitting down and writing? Are you supposed to go back to school and get that teaching degree? Are you supposed to sit down at your piano and start composing? Like, what is God calling you to do? And so, Noah, what encouragement would you have for maybe there's someone out there that is feeling like, I don't know, it just sounds like, like they're so talented and God's doing so much with them. But what would you say? Because I know God has a plan for Mm -hmm. each of us. Yeah. And the thing is, is it, I don't, it never stops. Actually, I've done a lot of things in my life and, you know, I was, you know, almost 30 when he started asking me to write novels. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And so I can't believe that. Cause you kind of look like you're 30 right now. Oh, well, so. thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over 40. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good to do that. Um, but yeah, so I, like I said, I have lived so many, it feels like I've lived so many lives Mm -hmm. because I've been able to do so many incredible things that I've said yes to Mm -hmm. and I felt them, but I will say it require almost every single one requires faith. And, and, you know, like I said, even I am all over the world. I've talked to lots of, um, people of different faiths and backgrounds and people who don't believe at all. And even those people understand that there's stuff that takes, um, they have to step out into the unknown and you have to be willing to, um, do what it takes. Um, and so I, I really encourage people to, to literally walk by faith and not by sight when they feel Mm -hmm. like somebody or when somebody, when God is asking them to do something, um, you got to take that step and, and move into it because it is fulfilling, even though it can be very scary, you know, like even moving abroad, when I was a teenager, mm. um, I felt like God told me to move abroad when I was a teenager. Now, first of all, I mean, think about that. It's like God was saying move abroad to a teenage girl to move abroad. Like he, that's he's, my daughter. Like she was just turned 20 when she moved to Europe. Yeah. Like she's like, God's sending me and he's going to provide every penny. Yeah. He provided every penny and she went, we had friends there, but she went by herself. And yeah. moved abroad so like you had got to meet my daughter but it's yeah so yeah god speaks these things and it's like logically this should not make sense and it doesn't because he sees he sees who we are and what we're meant to do he he knows what we're capable of he sees us differently than we see ourselves and if he's asking you to do it he knows you can do it he he knows you can do it he trusts you can do it he wants you to do it he knows you're going to enjoy doing it and you get to see him in the midst of it, which is one of the greatest treasures of this earth is getting to see God involved in your life and why he created you and, and the purposes and the fruit that come from following him. And it is truly the most amazing life you can have. So it's mm-hmm. like, don't delay, <laughs> don't delay. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah. Those daily steps of obedience too. Yeah. Cause you true. talked about, it took three years to write calculated. Yes. Um, so that's, that's a lot of daily sitting down and i'm sure there's days you miss but but that's a lot of your bottom in the chair (laughs) that is a lot of work yeah you have to do the work and and i have met a lot of people who you know there have been people who are like oh i know you know god asked me to write this book but it's like yeah but you still have to study craft and Mm -hmm. you still have to learn 
how to write. And, and for me, something with publishing, I was super, um, I guess, driven to have a really high standard because mm -hmm. I was like, I want my book to go far and wide, but it's not unless it can reach the standard. So it takes work, mm -hmm. but the faith keeps you going. Yeah. And, and that will be like what you said for people who want to move abroad, maybe, or who want a different job or want to go back to school or want to become a mom. And, and there are years of waiting. <laughs> Believe me, there are years of waiting. I waited and I waited faithfully. Mm -hmm. And, and that, I mean, it, it's not easy, but you wait and you believe. So, so are there any new steps out there that you're like, I don't know if I'm ready for this? Cause I oh, think every day. always, always something every day. Uh, I think this life of faith only, he just wants to keep increasing it. <laughs> he never wants us to plateau when it comes to faith. And, you know, my husband and I, we are thinking about adopting and that is, we can have uh, some conversations huge, about that. <laughs> that's a huge thing. Okay. That's a, that's a whole nother scary ride that mm -hmm. is going to take a lot of faith. So. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's always like God is, uh, yeah, and it's just not one thing. It's like, yes, do this. And yes, do this. And yes, you're going to write. And then yes, oh, there's this movie thing going on. And yes, oh, look at the needs of the children. <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's like, okay, okay, God. But oh, it's every day. It's mm -hmm. daily. It's daily stretching our faith. And but that's why we need each other too. Yeah. We need a good community with people who are willing to do life together. And absolutely. Uh, encourage each other in those, in those hard moments. And I have one of the best communities ever. They just rally for each mm. other's dreams. They rally for each other's families. They, they just, it's a fun adventure to be with people like-minded who, who are running this race together. It's so awesome. Yeah. And I, I think it really impacts how you run your race. If there's someone like, Oh, I can't do it. There's too many challenges. It's not going to mm -hmm. work. That's not going to help you run your race well. But when you have other ones like, oh, yeah, look at what God did or he's doing this or God yeah. showed up in this. That just encourages our race. And so it really impacts us, the people mm -hmm. we surround. So if you can find a good community with whatever you want to do. I started going to my first writer's conference because a friend in the church nursery said, I want to write a book. And when she says that, I'm like, me too. And we knew nothing. And she's multi-published now. She's uh, she has a big corporate writing job for a wow. Fortune 500, probably Fortune 50. I mean, one of the top companies. She's a writer there, and also writes. It's like God saw these little twenty-year-old girls in this church nursery yeah. who wanted to write. But I never would have ever gone to my first writers conference without her. And you know, with encouragement, and then friends that I've met there that we prayed together, that we spent time together um yeah so surround yourself with a an awesome community and it makes yeah. all the difference yeah absolutely yeah okay so so many things we could keep talking forever <laughs> but for those who want to connect with you and your books where can they go um to get more information yeah you can find me on my website um it's just novamcbee.com and there's a contact form um, that you can email me at if you have any questions. Obviously, I'm on uh, Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Um, I do have a Twitter account. Not really on there. And I know. I, I don't really get on there either. Look, yeah. I haven't been on there in, in years. 
Um, and all the other social media, I'm just so out of date. So I don't know. I'm not on Hive or anything like that. But Instagram, yeah. Instagram is where I'm most active. Um, I just love being part of the greater writing community too, and mm-hmm. have done a lot in in different spheres and just being involved with different writers. So I'm 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 out there. If you Google me, you can find me, and feel free to reach out. And I would love. If you read the the series and I highly recommend the audiobooks too. Highly recommend audiobooks are excellent. And is there any like date we can look forward to for the movies? You know, I mean, I know these things are Um, hard. So their projection of when it will actually come out, they do have like a soft kind of Mm -hmm. launching date. It's not set in stone, but it's um, May 2025. Okay. So the filming, actually, they're supposed to go into filming in 2024. Because like cool. I said, they're doing a ton of back end. Well, it is just a lot of work. Like, we have no idea. Like, no idea so much how much work. goes into it. It is. And that's been really fun. And this is a major production. I know there's lots of productions that are smaller. This mm-hmm. one's really major. Um, they have, like, all A-list screenwriters and directors and all the Hollywood things that are just, you know really i mean it's a big budget film it's a big budget franchise so that takes a lot of back end work and so many steps that is it's incredible yeah um but yeah so we'll see what happens i mean you know we have like really optimistic people in the film world we're like yes it's gonna be humongous it's gonna be awesome and then there's others who are like and it may never get made at all (laughs) (laughs) we're not gonna believe those people (laughs) I, and they're, but they're just speaking from their experiences yeah. in Hollywood, and people have been greatly disappointed by Hollywood. So, you know, bringing things all the way up to the top and then having it fall apart. And yeah, Trisha, you, <laughs> you've had films come all the way to almost Greenland and then fall apart. And so we just don't want that anymore. Yeah, yeah. And God has a perfect plan, and it's like this is everything. Everything in my life is hold loosely, open handed. Yeah. God, it's yours. If you if it happens, cool. That would be yeah. fun. If it doesn't happen, that was kind of fun anyway. You know, yes. So. And enjoying every step. Like I'm enjoying every step. And why not? Right? Yeah. It's better than sitting here going, oh, it might not be yeah. made. I'm just like, I'm gonna enjoy it for as long as it lasts. And and actually my producers are amazing. Like I said, mm. they keep me involved and informed. They they ask my opinion on everything. They're just amazing people. I love working with them. I couldn't imagine doing this with anyone else, to be honest. Mm. They keep me so involved. Um, it's awesome. That And that's the fun part. I mean, mine actually, you know, it was very close to getting it done. But just the process was like, what do you think of these actors? And what do you think of this? And what do you, I'm like, this is kind of fun. <laughs> like, it was a blast. Um, so who knows if everything, you know, we have, but whatever. But it's just like these joys that god gives us even the process is fun and the people we get to meet and connect with it's just it's such a god thing it is it is and like meeting you too so yeah i love it yeah well no but thank you for being here you are a huge blessing i cannot wait to finish this book and the next one and the next one and the next one yes you uh you might be messaging me after book two i probably will (laughs) after book two and book three there were just like you know those angsty messages it was it was so fun as an author i've thrown books across the room before i have not yet thrown my phone across the room because (laughs) it's my phone (laughs) yeah 
then you know you're really impacting people though when they're that emotionally connected to what's happening in your stories i i love it i love writing emotional books so but thank you for reading and thank you for having me on your podcast i I love it thank you so much thank you for tuning in to the trisha goyer show i hope you received help and inspiration that's what i'm here for now remember if you would like to submit a question email it to hello at trishagoyer.com and i can't wait until we connect again